We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome into Candlestick Chronicles, a 49ers podcast on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. I am Kyle and I write about the 49ers over at NinersWire.com, part of the USA Today Sports Media Group. What? <laughs> that was harmonic. That was, that was a good one. Yeah. Uh, joining me right now, a person trying to get his life together, Chris Biederman. And <laughs> um, what what are we? Uh, lamb Chops, SGLambchops.com. Follow them on follow them on Instagram at SGLambchops. It is our favorite clothing brand. It is the official clothing brand of Candlestick Chronicles. They have dope hoodies, dope shorts. They got joggers, t-shirts, chains, hats, the works. Their new winter fall collection, really, really cool. Uh, it's a new t-shirt. It's new sweats, a new hoodie, and then the Letterman jacket, which I think is very, very dope. And I think I'm going to need it in my closet ASAP. I think I'm going to make the sweat shorts the official short of working from home. Uh, at I least love that for, for you. For Candlestick Chronicles. Yeah, I've just been, mm-hmm. just been rocking them. Um, I, I wear them a lot in the spring and, and even in the summer when it's not too hot. They're obviously like a thick, a thick sweat type material, but mm-hmm. they're shorts. Um, obviously, they have zippered pockets, but... Man, when you got the heater going in the house and, you know, you want you want something a little bit more substantial than the mess shorts around the house. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you have to go outside, take the trash out or or walk the dog real quick. Um, the sweat yeah. shorts are a little bit warmer. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm calling it the the lamb chop sweat shorts, the official short it's big time candlestick chronicles working from home and, and recording from the home office. That's big time. You can get your official work from home shorts today at sglambchops.com. And wait, there's more. Use promo code candlestick20 for 20% off your order. Sglambchops.com. Lamb chops, join the herd today. We are also sponsored by Cooperage Brewing. Shout out to the homies up at Cooperage. Go visit Santa Rosa, a great spot, underrated town. Uh, that's a town. I'm not going to call it a city. That's a town. Underrated town. I mean, town. It's, it's a city, but we're not going to be for this. Come on. Um, (laughs) how tall is their tallest building? It's like 40 (laughs) feet. Come on. So (laughs) no, Santa Rosa is great. Visit the city. Uh, Great beer scene up there. But (laughs) the very best of that beer scene is Cooperage Brewing. Uh, The the brewery is a great spot to hang out. Bring your dog. There's indoor seating, outdoor seating. Always a great food truck and a ton of great beer. You can try beer there. You can have a great time. And then you can order beer and it will be shipped directly to your house. And ordering a case of beer and having it show up at your front door is an all-time great life experience. So you should do that today at CooperageRowing.com. I've said it before on this pod, um, and and I'll repeat it here. You know of some of the bigger brand name breweries that are in Santa Rosa. 
a lot of people who brew beer at those other breweries and who are invested heavily in those other breweries, they go to Cooperage after work. And I think yep. that just speaks to that speaks to the quality of beer, the quality of vibes. Um, it's your favorite brewer's favorite brewery. Can uh, you imagine is, is how I would how I would describe it? Can you imagine if Patrick Mahomes was just like, yeah, no, I play for the Chiefs, but I like practicing with the 49ers. <laughs> that's what that's like. That's what it's, it's like. It's, it's Patrick Mahomes going home from practice to watch Brock Purdy film. Is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Which he should. He could learn a thing or two. Cooper, <laughs> Cooper's <laughs> Brewing. Uh, they make Candlestick Chronicles Hazy IPA. Of course, you can get a case of that right now at coopersbrewing.com. As long as you are 21 or over and in the state of California, we highly recommend doing that coopersbrewing.com all right let's talk niners cardinals Blue hey this is george kittle and you're listening to candlestick chronicles I think we're going to get a first this weekend, Chris. What's up? I think we're going to get a shootout. I agree. A, a lot of points. Yeah, I think the Niners are going to score a lot of points, but I think it's going to be close for once. Okay. Yeah. What, make your case. Uh, Kyler Murray is back. The Niners have always had a little bit of trouble with Kyler Murray. Granted, they've never been really good. Uh, or they they Most of the time when they had trouble with Kyler Murray was when they weren't great. Um, the 49ers are substantially better than the Cardinals now, but with Kyler Murray running around and James Connor and Trey McBride, their tight end, they, they have, uh, um, not Wondell Robinson, but Rondell Moore, same type of receiver, same guy. Uh, but they have Rondell Moore as a playmaking receiver. Um, I know Marquise Brown and Michael Wilson are a little banged up. Michael Wilson, the, the rookie from Stanford had a big game against the Niners back in week four. He had a, a, a couple of touchdowns, but. With Traverius Ward banged up and Jay Vaughn Hargrave and it looks like Eric Armstead both banged up, probably not playing. Uh, Arizona coming off of their bye week. This just really seems like a spot where a Niners defense has been really locked in and really, really good. Just missing probably three key guys with with Ward and Armstead and, and Hargrave all out. It just seems like primed for a week where we're sitting here in the third quarter going, what defense is this? This is not, and, you know, San Francisco eventually wins something like, like 31-23 or something. Yeah, I, I, I don't hate that at all. Um, I think there's certainly an element of, uh, you know, human nature letdown potential possible for the mm -hmm. Niners, given, given what they've gone through the last few weeks. Um, mm -hmm. I also think the Cardinals coming off the bye is a really big factor. And the fact that you had Kyler Murray play for a month um, and then get the bye, I think his legs are going to be a little bit more underneath him. Um, he hasn't really had a great game since since coming back. Looking um, looking over the numbers, you know, his his high in, in his four games since coming back off the ACL tear, he had 256 passing yards November 26th um, against the Rams. 
His his high in uh, completion percentage so far came against Houston. He completed 67% of his throws in a loss um, mm-hmm. November 19th. Uh, and in their last game against Pittsburgh, I know it was raining, um, but they won 24-10. I think Mitch Trubisky ended up playing in that game. Uh, yeah. Could be wrong. Is that true? Yeah. Okay. Um, That's correct. So there's certainly potential for a Kyler Murray breakout game. Like we know what he's capable. We've seen Kyler Murray give the 49ers mm-hmm. fits, particularly with this mobility, like you mentioned. Um, so I definitely, I, I definitely buy into that. The idea of a shootout, particularly given the bye week um, and the fact that the 49ers are dealing with a pretty substantial amount of injuries on the defensive line in the secondary, yep. Um, you know, you have, you have a backup safety, you potentially have a backup at slot corner in addition to outside corner, um, with Traverius Ward being out. So, you know, with, with Ward being out, that forces Diamondor Lenore to play on the outside. Um, so you have Ambry Thomas and you have, uh, Isaiah Oliver playing in the slot. I think Marquise Brown could put his speed could provide some issues for the 49ers defense, particularly against Isaiah Oliver. Who's who's a better sort of like I think Isaiah Oliver is a better you know how they talk about nickel is like almost like a linebacker kind of like yeah. an extra linebacker I think he's mm-hmm. better in those linebacker responsibilities than like than a guy who's covering a, a speedy receiver deep downfield yeah I love his run fits <laughs> <laughs> yeah I love just, just I the ability to stack and shed it's just super <laughs> like super high quality from him. Love him against big slots for sure. No, um, as far as as far as Marquise Brown goes, he has been out with a heel injury. He didn't practice on Wednesday, but he was limited Thursday. And then Michael Wilson, who I mentioned, he's also been out, but he has been limited the first two days of this week as well. He's dealing with a neck injury. So, I mean, we may see a version of the Cardinals receiving core where there's no Marquise Brown and no Michael Wilson, and that would change the calculus a little bit because I don't think like. Like Rondell Moore is a fine player, but Rondell Moore is a much better player when he is a a uh, it's a, like a like a wrinkle. It's a pretty substantial wrinkle. He's a, he, he's good, but when he's a wrinkle alongside Wilson and Marquise Brown, and not like a featured player with Greg Dortch, you know. So um, that will that will change the calculus a little bit. But I could definitely see the Niners just in this spot. Arizona coming off a bye. Niners just finished up this three-game gauntlet of Seattle, Philly, Seattle. And there's no Traverius Ward, no Armstead, no Hargrave. And all of a sudden you look up and Kyler Murray's having his best game of the year. It just seems primed for that. Now, again, on the other hand, maybe the Cardinals just aren't very good and the Niners go win 31-10. to And it looks like every other game from this year. Yeah, I, I tend to think like the Niners are going to win. They're just simply too talented and and right. just much better. But mm-hmm. there's certainly like I think if if they were to play this game seven times in these circumstances with the injuries and the fact Arizona's coming off the bye, I think mm-hmm. five or six of those times there or I guess I meant seven out of ten is what I, it, it it was close like going into the fourth quarter. Yeah, does yeah. that make sense? Like if they played ten times, yeah. seven seven times they like they end up you know, kind of slugging it out and then the Niners might pull away, which is kind of what I thought would happen last week against the Seahawks. And, and that's sort of mm-hmm. what we got. Um, you remember week four, it was when I think it was Christian McCaffrey's best game of the season. He had mm-hmm. four touchdowns against Arizona. Um, 
I do think Arizona is probably coached like pretty well, right? For a team that's that's really struggling from a record standpoint. Like they're they're three and ten. Um two of two of their wins have come in their last four games. And I do think they're the type of like team that's struggling that can punch above its weight uh in any given week. And I think coming off the bye um divisional foe home game nothing really to lose and kyler murray Mm -hmm. having a lot to prove in terms of like you know trying to sell the organization on being the guy and Mm -hmm. not trying to get replaced by a rookie draft pick um or even playing well just maybe to endear himself to another team if the cardinals want to entertain trading him um Mm -hmm. like i do think you're gonna get a pretty good kyler murray game and and as we've seen like his his athleticism and mobility. And I think just his quickness is really the thing that gives the 49ers the most issues. Like, you know, the Niners team speed defensively is as good as any defense in the league. And they can corral, they can corral athletic quarterbacks pretty well, but it's just like the quick twitch stuff that Kyler Murray does, like the Mm -hmm. sudden jitterbug movements that I think give him sort of uh, like make him unique in comparison to other quarterbacks like Jalen Hurts the game plan was pretty clear for Jalen Hurts it was stay in your running lanes try not to you know have the field be imbalanced and and allow him or the Eagles Mm -hmm. opportunities to run quarter design quarterback runs to certain sides like the Bills did the previous week and that killed them Um, Kyler Murray even if you're in your running lanes or your rush lanes I should say Mm-hmm. He can still break outside. Like he's he's right. that type of athlete that he can still make those guys miss. Um, so you know, like a third and eight here and there, Kyler Murray scrambles and gets it, beats a blitz, mm-hmm. happens a couple times on a drive, and then all of a sudden you're giving up a touchdown. Like mm-hmm. he's he's just that type of player. And I do think this game's gonna mean a good deal to the Cardinals, I think, mm-hmm. at least initially. Like, I could see it definitely being close at halftime or close into the third quarter, and then the Niners ultimately outclassing them in the end. But I don't think it's going to yeah. be one of those games where the Niners just show up and, and win by 17 points. I think it's going to be – I think it's going to be a pretty tough game. And and judging by the way that the Niners have approached a lot of these types of games, I don't think – I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of letdown potential – particularly with them knowing that they have to win out essentially to, to take the number one seed in the NFC. Yeah. I think we're going to learn a lot about where the 49ers are at just this week. Like if they come out and dominate, I'm going to feel really, really good. I like, it's hard to not feel good about where they're at. Um, given that they're the best team in the league, but it's hard to not, if they come out and win like 31 to six and just light it up, it'd be really tough to envision a scenario where they're not dialed in moving forward, where they do toss their helmets on the field and try and win. And that would, that would say a lot about where they're at now. Again, if they come out and lay an egg and they're, they're losing at halftime and they have to scratch and claw their way back in and they win by six at the end, then, you know, that's not awesome, but I don't, I don't like when you're trying to draw a path to, hey, could they lose this game outside of the offense turning the ball over two or three times? I just I don't know if Arizona is going to be able to get the stops. Arizona's defense is not good. 
Yeah. And that's the that's the big hang up for me and trying to be like, oh, upset watch. I guess it's gonna be close. I just don't I don't think the Niners are gonna lose. Yeah, I'm with you. Um Josh Dobbs started that game week four. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of crazy to think about. So the Niners jumped ahead 14-0. Cardinals got a field goal, Niners made it 21-3, and then you had consecutive touchdowns um for Arizona to make it 21-16 with four mm-hmm. minutes left in the third quarter. Um, so it did get, it did get close a little bit late in that game. And then you had a Christian McCaffrey touchdown and then a Brock Purdy, um, touchdown that made it 35, 16, but it was a five point game in the end of the fourth quarter in a game that we kind of remember for Christian McCaffrey's four touchdowns. Um, but the Niners did need to play well and Arizona Mm -hmm. with Josh Dobbs playing quarterback did manage 362 yards. Um, Mm -hmm. so man crazy crazy stat from that game i mean there are a few that was brock purdy was 20 of 21 in that game I guess that was that's another that, that was another memorable thing um the niners ran need to go back and look they ran 53 plays do you know how how many third downs they had wasn't it like six they three they went three of five on third down they had 50 oh my god <laughs> So, yeah, to, to your point, I mean, I think the Niners offense is probably in a better place than it was now than it was mm-hmm. then. Mm-hmm. Um, Debo Samuel did not have a catch in that game. Correct. He had three Didn't runs for target. six. Yeah, three runs for six yards and wasn't targeted in the passing game. Obviously, Debo has been a huge factor for the Niners the last few weeks. So I would Bill expect Sneed that. Bill Sneed had a catch in that game. Yeah, so did uh, so did JP Mason. Yeah, and Ron Bell. Yeah, George Kittle showed up on the stat sheet. I guess the 49ers made him active. Um, one catch, one target for nine yards. Good for him. <laughs> you like to see the so, little guy get a get a target. Brandon, I caught all six of his targets for 148 yards. Christian McCaffrey, just... um, seven receptions on eight targets, 71 yards, and and that crazy um, receiving touchdown he had, sort of out of the backfield. Um, but the point here is that as good as as efficient as the Niners were in that game, it was still a five point game at one point late in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. But the counterpoint to that is, well, Debo Samuel hardly did anything. Um, George Kittle had one yeah. catch. So yeah. if you look at how balanced the 49ers have been the last few weeks, you don't really worry a whole lot about the offense going up against that Cardinals defense. And I would, if, if you're feeling optimistic about the game from a Niners perspective, the case is pretty obvious. It's just, they have no answers to the Niners offensively. Yeah. Uh, One of the things that really stood out to me, Shil Kapadia of, of the ringer wrote a picks column where he talks about the Niners Cardinals game. And he talks about how the Niners have from a success rate standpoint, have five of the 10 best offensive games of the season. And the rest of the NFL has five combined. And the Niners are the only team with a performance on that, on that, in that top 10 after week five. They had one in week seven and then in week 13. And that to me speaks to Kyle Shanahan just staying ahead of whatever defenses are throwing at the Niners. And I think that's why you kind of see the offense maxing out right now because defenses just don't really have a good idea on how to stop them 
And I'm not sure that, and maybe the bye week and Jonathan Gannon figure something out, but I just don't know how any team, much less a, a, a team like Arizona that's kind of in the middle of a rebuild, goes about stringing together enough stops. Yeah, I'm with you. Can I give you a what's on tap presented by Cooper Growing? Yeah, let's do it. And we're getting a multi-touchdown Brandon Ayuk game. Set his career well, high in receiving yards last week. I think this week you get another big game. He hasn't had back-to-back like really big games yet this year. And I think he's getting a couple of tutties. I think that's fair. Thanks. Um, that would certainly align with what I hope happens. Not to spoil my prize picks, but... Um, a multiple touchdown, multiple touchdown performance from BA would be huge for, for your boy over here. <laughs> um, I, I think, I think it's going to be a one score game at one, at one point in the third quarter. Like I think the Niners okay. are going to win, but I think, or I, I should say at one point in the second half, like, I think it's going to okay. be one of those games where weird stuff happens. Niners take their foot off the gas. Um, you know, that type of thing. Like that's, I think it's certainly possible for the game to be a little bit closer, but ultimately we come out of it feeling like, okay, that's, that was another double digit win for the Niners. Um, but it did get a little, a little hairier than, than maybe we expected. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's right. So here's my, here's my, if, if I was a betting man, I would pick the Cardinals plus 12 and a half. And then I would parlay that with the alternate total of 50 and a half. And I like a like 30 so, to 21 Niners win. So you go over 50? Yeah, over 50 and a half. Got it. Yes. That's okay. what's on tap. I don't hate that. Presented by Cooper. I think we're going to have a really strong Brock Purdy game. I think mm. it's going to be a mix. Like the Eagles game was mostly about Yak right? Short passes, letting playmakers do their thing. Last week's game was the deep throws to, you had the deep one to Brandon Ayuk. You had the deep touchdown to Debo Samuel. You had the deep touchdown to George Kittle. Um, I think you're going to get a little bit of everything. Like I could see a deep Kittle touchdown. I could see a Christian McCaffrey check down touchdown. Um, I think it's going to be sort of a, a mixed bag of, of a Brock Purdy performance um, as he continues to just get more comfortable and more confident. Uh, we've talked a lot about Brock Purdy MVP. I don't, I don't know that there's anything he can really do against Arizona. Maybe aside from like throwing for 400 yards and five touchdowns, that would bolter bolster his MVP candidacy. I think it's the type of game that's more likely to hurt his MVP candidacy if he doesn't. You know, if he throws a couple picks or the Niners lose or whatever. Um, but I think it's just going to be a steady really solid Brock Purdy performance where he's kind of doing a little bit of everything, not just like, you know, only throwing it deep or only checking it down. Or, you know, I think it's going to be a, a mixed bag and, um, and going forward through the end of the season. I think, you know, you, you'll want to see that like the Niners offense. I mean, the Niners offense is so multiple and varies what they do, but just mm-hmm. from Brock's perspective, like just to, show show all the different clubs that he has in the bag over the line, the final four weeks of the season. I do think, I think if you gave Kyle Shanahan a um, blueberry Red Bull and, and vodka um, or three or four of them, he would, you wouldn't you have that, to give him the blueberry Red Bull. He brings his own. <laughs> okay. I think he would, he would tell you that he wants Brock to win the MVP. 
And so if there's yeah, a scenario sure. where he can where he can let Brock, you know, do his thing a little bit, um I think Shanahan would you know, he obviously he's not he would never say anything like that and like you got to win mm-hmm. the game first. Right. But if he had his druthers, I think Shanahan would wouldn't mind putting a little style points on one of these games in the last four weeks. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Or a few style points. Right. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Kyle Madsen from Candlestick Chronicles here to talk to you about Factor. Now, look, th- so I have this whole read in front of me, okay? And Factor wants me to, to remind you that they're the number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service. All right. Chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals. You poke holes in the top. You throw it in the microwave. Two minutes, you got yourself lunch. You got yourself dinner. They have the calorie smart where it's like 550 calories or less per serving. Uh, if you want to support your wellness goals during the holidays, you can do the protein plus meals. It's like 30 grams of protein. They do breakfast. They do lunch. They do smoothies. They do grab and go snacks. They do. I mean, I mean, you name it. Factors got it. All right. Holiday season is one of my favorite times of the year. And it is also one of the busiest times of the year. And honestly, like when we started working with factor, I was kind of hesitant because I had done a, a meal prep service before and it was not it was not my favorite thing and factor was really freaking good man i got indian butter chicken i got green pepper and beef casserole sun-dried tomato chicken turkey chili and zucchini i'm not a vegan but i got two vegan meals three bean vegan chili and roasted tomato and feta cavatappi all bangers they were all so good dude i was blown away by how good and i'm not this is again this is not like they didn't tell me to the the read does not say all bang. Like I'm just telling you, I'm ignoring the read now. I was I was blown away by how good Factor is. <clears throat> I ordered more right away. I was like, I need I need this. It's super easy because during the holidays I've I'm I'm out shopping. I'm out running errands. I got this holiday party to go to. I got that friend's party to go to. I got this thing to pick up. Not having to worry about lunch or dinner on a given day. I know the Factor's got me. It was just a huge help. They also. They have smoothies, a strawberry banana, I had mango, a tropical fruit, all incredible, all delicious. Just a great way to start the day. I mean, I leave my house at 3.30 in the morning, opening my fridge, grabbing that smoothie and drinking that on the way to work. Super easy. And um, I really, really enjoyed my Factor meals. And I, I, I think you will uh, as well. Head over to factormeals.com slash candlestick50 and use the code candlestick50 to get 50% off. That's code candlestick50 at factormeals.com slash candlestick50 to get 50% off. That last part I read. I read that last part. The rest of it, though, not reading. That was off the dome. I love Factor. I rock with Factor. And uh, I think you will, too. Again, that's Candlestick50 at Factormeals.com slash Candlestick50 to get 50% off today. Yo, it's your homies Kyle and Chris for Lamb Chops. SGLambchops.com is the website. They are the official clothing brand of Candlestick Chronicles. And follow them on Instagram at SGLambchops. Because they have some really cool looking stuff that your bland ass boy over here is not very good at styling on his own. And so I pop over to the Instagram. I see how other people are are dressing themselves in uh, maybe it's the maybe it's the wolf shorts or the lion shorts or maybe it's a pair of joggers or maybe it's the ash gray hoodie that you and I love so much. And I, I base my outfits off of that and it always makes me look dope, which is the single most important thing. And it's also comfortable. It's also high quality. Yeah. It's super stylish. They're conversation starters, honestly. They also have kids, uh, 
kid sizes on here too. Yes, that and is everything's correct. unisex. Uh, yeah. We we should point out also. So, yeah. um, no matter if you're a man or woman, these clothes will look great on you, or a child, or a child. They have children's sizes and a lot of their <laughs> stuff as well. Use promo code Candlestick twenty today to get twenty percent off your order, or you can do it tomorrow or whenever. Candlestick twenty is a promo code any day of the week to get twenty percent off your order from sglambchops.com. Uh, shout out to them. We really appreciate their support, and uh, we would appreciate it if you support them by going to sglambchops.com and ordering some dope, comfortable, high quality clothing. Join the herd today. All right, you want to get the prize picks? Let's do it. Daily Fantasy Sports. Prize Picks is the largest DFS platform in America, and it is so much fun. It is my new favorite way to watch sports. Uh, right now, with the NBA season and NFL season crossing over, they are doing crossover specials uh, in their in their specials league. It's right there at the top on the app, where you can do like Travis Kelsey and LeBron James, uh, more or less than ten and a half catches and made threes. And that's my favorite type of thing because I love combining sports with my picks. I do it in my prize picks entries all the time. And you should do the same by going to prizepicks.com slash candlestick. Use promo code candlestick for a first deposit match up to $100. That is prizepicks.com slash candlestick. Promo code candlestick for a first deposit match up to $100. Chris, what do you got this week? Uh, I'm making all my money back this week. Um, it's been a rough go, but you know how I feel about the power plays. You only take big swings here in this household. Um, yeah, you had mentioned Brandon Ayuk. He is a demon play this week. He's got a little demon emoji icon next to, next to his picture on, on prize picks. I'm not entirely sure what that means, but I think it's, there's something like a hundred X potential multiplier there. Um, So I, I went with the I went with three demon picks because, like I said, Hell big yeah. swings only. You're on demon time. I'm on demon time. Absolutely. Um, Brandon Ayuk more than half a touchdown. Love that. He's just got to get in the end zone once. It's rush or receiving touchdown. So maybe he gets an end around. Um, maybe he just gets a deep ball. I, I think he's getting Cardinals, two receiving touchdowns. I, I'm. Hey, one one is all we need, but obviously we take two. Um, same thing with Debo Samuel. The fact that he was basically a non-factor in that week four game earlier this season and the way he's been playing recently, I think he has to get in the end zone. So uh, give me more than half a touchdown for Debo. This one's just for you. Uh, Jake Love Moody, that. more than one and a half field goals. Like I said, like with with this being... You know, with me thinking that there's a potential for this to be a one-score game in the second half at some point during it, I think there are going to be a couple red zone trips that don't result in touchdowns. Um, They haven't kicked a field goal since week 12. Yeah, exactly. Like, the odds are they're going to be kicking field goals at some point. There's going to be a holding penalty. There's going to be a sack. There's going to be offensive pass interference. Something's going to happen that's going to derail at least one um red zone trip so i have jake moody more than a field goal and a half uh marquise brown if he plays mm-hmm. uh like you said he's dealing with the heel issue another demon pick here uh i'm going more than 0.5 touchdowns for marquise brown i think if the cardinals get on the board it's far more likely to come from him because of the speed matchup um that he he sort of presents the 49ers or i guess the mismatch i should say um not that mm-hmm. the niners cornerbacks are slow but 
I just tend to think that they're more prone to give up, um, give up plays to fast, quick receivers rather than the big physical guys. I think they match up better with those type sure. players. So, um, that's a demon pick. So we got four: Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, Marquise Brown, all more than half a touchdown each. So they all just have to get in the end zone for a power play, and then Jake Moody more than one and a half field goals. Love it. I'm going. I'm riding the Brandon Ayuk touchdown. I'm going more than half a touchdown. For him, Brock Purdy, I'm going to go more than one and a half passing tutties um, because I'm, I'm with you on the Kyle Shanahan MVP thing where when they get an opportunity, they're going to try and throw it into the end zone. And if I'm predicting two touchdowns for Brandon Ayuk, that means I'm, I'm going more than one and a half for Brock Purdy. Christian McCaffrey, Smart. I think he's going to. I think he's going to punch one in as well. He did not score a touchdown last week. It's like, dude, can you do something? And so I think the 49ers are going to try and get their money's worth and, and get him into the end zone one time on Sunday. So I'd like him to score a rushing or receiving touchdown. Debo Samuel going more than 14 and a half rushing yards because taking the more than on Debo rushing yards is just really fun, especially when he turns the corner and he covers the 14 and a half, uh, covers you know 15 yards in one run. Uh, that's that's the very best thing. So I like him to go more than 14 and a half there. And then I'm going to go James Conner more than 63 and a half rushing plus receiving yards. I think he's going to be featured heavily. I don't know if the 49ers have the horses to stop the Cardinals run game in the middle right now. And so I think we see a, a big day from James Conner and I like him to go more than 63 and a half rushing and receiving yards. Prizepicks.com like slash candlestick. Oh, go ahead. No, I I was just going to say, I like all those picks. Just don't come crying to me when Debo gets a pop pass that goes for receiving yards and not rushing yards. <laughs> <laughs> it's outrageous. No, uh, <laughs> prizepicks.com slash candlestick. Play along with us. Uh, use promo code candlestick to match your first deposit up to $100. That is prizepicks.com slash candlestick. Promo code candlestick for a first deposit match up to $100. That's all I got. I'm done. That's all I got, man. You you got a Santa hat on. You got a holiday party to get to. I'm ready to party. Um, I had a Hanukkah lunch today. We had uh we had some deli de- New York deli food shipped in from mm. Katz's. Not a sponsor, but oh, Katz's. Yeah. If you're listening and want a sponsor, boy, I can I can do that for you, Katz's Deli. Let me tell you, <laughs> um, they they need the pub. <laughs> yeah, they really could use the pub. One of the most famous delis and. In- in the country but uh yeah man so happy holidays to everybody uh enjoy the football there's gonna be football on saturday this weekend which is gonna be great and um yeah it's gonna be fun all right Looking forward to subscribe it. to the youtube channel youtube.com slash at candlestick chronicles podcast or just search candlestick chronicles on youtube and we pop up we're right there uh wherever you get your podcast subscribe rate and review as well we will see you guys after the game see ya Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.